What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and empower what's next. Start today at empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. So I've traveled almost every state in the U.S. I think I have really? like 12 or 14 left. At this point, I'm just like, I might as well just do the last few. Absolutely. It definitely wasn't going the way I expected it to. It really feels like these guys are just having friendly, small talk conversation that you could have with your cousin. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I listen to all the Audibles, watch the movies. I love the Audible because the narrator is incredible. He does every character. It's like, it's, it's excellent. I do feel like these guys are holding back with me. I don't know where they stand and they want to hand out a rose tonight. So someone's got to step up their game. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Julia Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. How are you? I'm great. It is 108 degrees here, so just staying inside. Got the AC blasting. Nice. Me too. It's really, it's not that hot in New York, but it's really humid and about to pour. Um, mm. Callie, we're going to talk about The Bachelor, but first, are you happy about Jennifer Lynn Affleck? I mean, Sure. <laughs> Okay, I just was curious where you stood on that one. I just, I, I, I hope she's happy, and I hope it lasts. I but hope they have a good it's prenup. Hard. It's just like a good prenup, aren't they? Both like, I think she's significantly richer. Significantly, yeah, she's really fucking loaded. Yeah, but I feel like he probably is too. I mean, I don't know how much he spent, but. I just, I hope they have a good prenup. I think that you know she's got that Vegas money anyway. That's true. I, I just wanted to know how you were feeling. But let's move on. <laughs> Bachelorette. Two Bachelorettes, week two. How are you feeling about the show so far? I am shocked. Wow. That I like... I am liking Rachel more than Gabby. It like makes me sad because I... I still love Gabby, but I... She was like one of my favorite people on Bachelor ever. Like top five. She's a great contestant. Yeah, it's she's a lot to watch at this magnitude. Um, like, I find her laugh a little bit annoying. I don't find her to be too much, but you know, I, know. I think we're what 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 strikes you as too much? Like, what's rubbing no, you the wrong no, way? No, no, no. I don't feel like it's too much. It's like I'm worried. I'm constantly worried with what she's going to do, what she's going to say, and I think it makes it like less enjoyable for me to watch because I'm always like, oh God, oh God. Like, I feel like I feel like that the entire time she's on. Rachel is very smooth sailing. That's because, but she's not smooth. She's just smooth sailing. Like Rachel doesn't like have game or whatever, but I just No, think no, but I'm not worried about, like, I'm just like, she's going to say the right thing. She's going to be like totally fine. She's not going to embarrass, her, embarrass herself. It's just funny you say that though, because so far in tonight, we really saw it. 
Rachel's just getting rejected. I know, I know. Which, you know, it's watching it is different, right? If I'm there, maybe I'm more, like, I feel like in a room, Gabby probably commands a bigger presence. Like, she's super confident. She's so funny. She's fun. I can imagine, like, being there and being like, ooh, that sounds like, that's like the better... Or like, it'll be instantly more fun to be with Gabby Better, than Rachel. Yeah, no bad Long hang, term, more fun hang with Gabby. Yes, more fun hang. Long term though, I would, if, you know, maybe you guys don't think like this, which I don't, based on our bachelor, bachelorette experience, I don't think men do this very well. But if they did think, hmm, what would be good for me in the long run? I think it would be the opposite. That's probably, I definitely agree with that. Gabby's like the one that you'll keep having fun with. Although I I agree with you. I'm liking Rachel more and more. I'm also feeling sorry for her. There's just, they're just so, so different. Uh, How are you feeling about two bachelorettes and their dynamic together? I'm fine at the moment. I think it's fine. Okay. I think... I, I'm going to start feeling bad for one or the other. Like even tonight's episode, I was just like, oh, that really sucks. But I'm not to the point where it's that bad. But based on the previews, it looks like it gets pretty bad. I just feel like they both seem happy now though. Like, I don't know. I, I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding spoilers like the plague. I really, I I haven't seen anything. Me neither. But even I've seen it and I'll like, I haven't read anything. I just want to thank the moderators of Bachelor Reddit for very clearly marking posts as spoilers because then I don't click on them. So thank you to your to the moderators. Your work is, is not <laughs> lost on me. But I just think they both seem happy. And there were so many reaction shots of Tino during the Speedo date. Like, he wasn't really talking. He wasn't really doing anything. But like they just like kept showing him. And I'm like, they're really... Really giving us a lot of Tino. I am positive he makes it to Rachel's final if they're not together. I, I'm positive he wins. He's got that's it, right? right? He's, He's also, it doesn't doesn't so seem cute. like there's anyone that's even like second. But I felt I felt the same way about Rachel and Clayton's season. So maybe this is all trickery. But as of right now, I'm like, yeah, he he won last episode. <laughs> but it, it was it was Rachel for. Clayton until it wasn't. Like, I don't even think we were wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we, we we were wrong because he did not <laughs> choose Rachel. But it did feel like, oh, duh, she's winning. And that's how I feel about Tino. And it's only episode two. I know. Um, they both seem happy now. Um, sure, although one could argue the way that Rachel's dressing, maybe she's not. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, hopefully this works out for both of them, but it seems like it's a really bumpy ride having two. Which would they do this with bachelors? That's my question. It's a good it's a good question. Would they would they do it with bachelors? So I was talking to my mom about this. Mm-hmm. I I firmly believe having a like a, a best friend, whether they're forced on you or not, is a better way to go on this show. Like I think I would rather be one of two than be only the bachelorette because Having someone else who's experiencing it, who you can talk to, but talk to about it and like compare notes, just seems great. I obviously the competition of competing for guys is not great, and that's Mm-mm. pretty rough. But I do really like how they're caring about each other. Like when Gabby said, you know, when Gabby decided to let it go with um, Logan, she was like, "There's just no point in doing that to Rachel right now. None." And I was like, "That's like a really that's like the nice girl thing to do." And like. You know, I remember it once in high school, me and my friend, uh, we both like the same guy and she gave me a, a timeline. She was like, you have to make a move by this day or I'm going for it. <laughs> I remember, first of all, I didn't end our friendship. I just want that to be clear. And second of all, I like that Gabby didn't do that. Um, I actually like the approach that your friend did because she was like, okay, listen, I like him too. I'm going to be fair. You said it first. So this is your time. And if nothing cracks off, then I'm going in there. <laughs> um, but so I, I like both approaches. And I think you have to do it with someone you really trust, which they don't know each other that well. Um, but they, I think they both are just s- such good people that it works. Um, but it doesn't really matter because Logan could still be like, yeah, but I want Gabby. Logan grosses me out. Let's talk about him because that goes into he was he was first in the. Uh, he reminds me of someone, date. and I can't place it. I kind of feel the same way. By the way, I didn't answer your question. Would they do this with two guys? I just feel like listen. I'm just going to be honest. I'm really angry about 
um, the state of the world as it relates to women in this country in particular. Yeah. So it's very hard for me to not see things through this prism. And I just feel like no matter what, the show is structured for men to have the power. And so, yeah. you know, right now, it unfortunately feels like the men have the power, even though there's two bachelorettes. Like, you know, when that idiot came back after they sent him home, it was just like the gall of coming back like this to like pursue his own agenda. What was his name again? Chris. Um, and so, like, no, they wouldn't do this with two women. I mean, I think we, I think we know that. And if they, I mean, they wouldn't do it with two guys. And if they did, it would play out really differently. And the guys have a different like level of would have a different connection to each other. And it would just be, you know, it'd be more similar to Aaron and James in Paradise than it is to Gabby and Rachel as the Bachelorettes. You know what they should have done is Tyler and Matt. Yeah, that would have been cool. Also, can't I feel like not this is not based off Matt's season. Oh gosh, that would be that would be a lot. But but I would say I feel like it'd be really possible for like a lot of girls to fall in love with both of them. Like me? Yes, it is possible. <laughs> um, this reminds me, not skinny, but not fat. I think her name's Amanda on Instagram. It is Amanda. Amanda po- Hirsch. Am- posted like, what happened to Myler? Why is no one talking about how they're not friends? My friend Helen texted me about this. Be like, what happened between Mike and Tyler? I mean, Matt and Tyler. I think they're just not hanging out. They both have girlfriends. They both left New York. One's in Jupiter, one's in Miami. I don't think they had a falling out. I just think they're like, they drifted. Wait, Matt left New York? Yeah, he lives in Miami. So Tyler. And Tyler lives in Jupiter? Yeah. He's like building houses in Jupiter. Wow. Have you been to Jupiter? <laughs> no. All, all I know about it is where Bob Craft has his happy, end, happy endings. Um, okay. There <laughs> it is a very, very wealthy area. Very old. But I'm sure maybe he's able to make great money there. That just seems where like... where he's from. Um, Oh, okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah, it's where he's from. Anyway, they should have done it with Matt and Tyler. That would have been great. Wait, by the way, I saw that post and I went on both of their Instagrams and let's go back to see the last time they were like hanging out together. It is been, It has been a hot minute for sure. I think it's since Matt's book came out like a few months ago. That I think is the last time. Maybe even longer. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Amanda Hirsch is right, but... When I interviewed Matt a few months ago, he was still like friendly with Tyler and stuff. So I just think they drifted. I mean, they're guys in their twenties. Guys don't really have friends in general. So, I mean, also like if you grow up, you generally just aren't with your bud every day. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Tell me about it and check out my text messages with my friends. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> they did the um, speedo pageant. Uh, I loved Rachel explaining it. She's just like so earnest she's like it's a pageant bachelorette style and she had like a whole like head move to it and everything and to your question would they have women do this well women do do this just just for the record it's called miss usa and miss america i just feel like a speedo is like first of all i I texted you this i have zero interest in seeing anyone in the speedo ever like even someone who i think is like the best looking guy on earth Seeing him in a Speedo would be a turnoff for me. Like, I, I don't want to see you in a Speedo ever. So that's one. Um, so I, I also, Speedo for a guy just like shows a lot. Yes, it does. You're, but they definitely saw how many guys are left? 29? Yeah, 29. They saw at least 17 dick imprints, at <laughs> least. I thought we were going to get the number of testicles you thought they saw. (laughs) Like the guy doing the splits upside down. 17? Honestly, I hope for them it's more than 17. Like just for the guys. Like seven. I think it's pretty hard to not see a dick imprint with a speedo Yeah, I mean, I just... Yeah, so that I was just like, would they have girls up there in like a thong and nipple tassels? Probably not. No, but they come close with some of their bikinis. I just want to say in general... I mean, I'm going to sound so old and prude, but like, I felt this with Gabby later on in the episode too. I just feel like women's boobs are out more than ever. And I feel like it's like this real housewives effect where like people think it's normal to just have your boobs be visible, like a large portion of your cleavage. But not in real life, right? No, just on TV. Yeah. Just on TV. But it's like a weird, like non-reality aspect of reality television. Your boobs are just front and center all the time. Yeah. I think also though, it's like, boobs 
if they're in, look really small probably on television. So it like makes you feel more feminine to have them out if you're watching yourself back. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, anyway, lots of dig imprints, at least 17. Um, I thought it was pretty funny when Ryan, Boston Ryan, uh, stuffed his Speedo like right away. Like he didn't even like look in the mirror. He just immediately just like put something else in there. And I wasn't really sure what he was going for, but like, did he, did he do that? Because like he saw that in a movie or like, I don't know, but I just thought that was weird. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, he didn't even look at himself, but I would say like, maybe it was more of a like, oh my God, you, you can see my whole dick. Yeah. I'm putting I'm something it. in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But, like if you're Gabby and Rachel overall, like the whole talent show, was there anything in there that you were like, oh, that's cute. Like, I'm interested in that. Like, I felt like every at the end of it, I was like, send him home. All there, was, there was one for me that I really liked. Who? Jacob, a.k.a. Fabio, the mortgage guy. I thought uh, that was funny. I liked it. It worked. I he put did. on his glasses. I, I, like, I breathed hard out of my nose. Like, I was like... <laughs> Like not I not just, a whole laugh, but I, he got he got that out of me, and I thought Avon probably because I just like Avon was just like the basketball. sweet, like it was yeah. it was just fine. You know what he I mean? Like comfortable too. Yeah, it wasn't like go home. So maybe after this, I would have been like, all right, I guess I'm just getting married to Avon. <laughs> I think you decided that last week. Jacob and Avon were definitely the best. They clearly only had like so many props they could use because the basketball came up a few times. There was a bunch of juggling. One guy was juggling while doing one-legged squats. And I was like, this is just too much activity. Like, Wasn't it Mario? Take it down a notch. Yes, I think it was Mario. Who sucks? He just really... He's Also, he's one-legged squats are so hard. I know. <laughs> while juggling. So hard. I will say the Speedos did show off legs. And I can't remember who said it, but someone said, there's definitely guys that did not skip leg day. I was... Very impressed with the amount of built quads I saw. Yes, like I agree. Usually guys' legs are so tiny. I also like, if we're just, you know, talking muscles, because they're like, how do we get them to take their shirts off to see their six packs? I actually prefer like quads to like a really ripped abs. Not mm-hmm. like I want like huge quads, but like I thought Logan, <laughs> Logan was pretty cute, actually. I was like, oh, he's cute. And he was not ripped. I don't like like macho macho man. Me neither. Yes, agreed. Um, I just like like you know lean yeah. and muscular. Yeah, sure. Generally, yeah. not yeah, sure. not like knock knock on your stomach. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you watch Love Island, ninety nine percent of the guys on Love Island are like ripped. It's ridiculous. The ripped, only sh- ripped, ripped. The only show that comes close to Love Island in terms of that amount of televised exercise is the challenge where they're like training. <laughs> and by the way, I don't think it's that close. Love Island, they are like putting in work. Every they show day. them like full-blown sweating out of breath working out. They do on the, the challenge, you just don't see it, but they also do that. They have like a treadmill. Oh, no, like, no, no, I know. But they, they, I'm saying they show on the challenge probably like a little bit. Like also, every episode, there's, there's usually someone running on a treadmill. There's a reason to do it on the challenge. It's to win the show. Yeah, there's it's, no reason to do it on Love Island other than these people care so much about yeah, what they look like. So much. But so and, much. And weirdly enough, you would think you would think on this show that there would be a little bit of that because like what do they do all day? That's why they do it on Love Island. I think they do work out a lot. Maybe they just don't show it, but they I've heard I've heard that they drink a lot and they force them to like talk about the lead in like gossip and stuff. Mm. So I don't know. Okay. Um, so what did you think of Logan wearing the socks and sneakers and doing the worm? It's not for me. <laughs> Is there any, like what, like outside of Avon and Jacob, what could anyone have done? Assuming they had to wear In a speedo? speedo to get, Oof. to get on your good side. I mean, for sure doing something that would make me laugh is like, <sighs> is the closest that you can get. But the Speedo is just such a turnoff that like, there's not much. Like, I feel like Avon seemed genuine. So I was just like, fine. He's making the best out of the situation. It was it was cute. Fine. Jacob made me laugh. <laughs> Jacob's my winner of the day. I'm just, you know, I also... But there wasn't I, much else. And they both made it to the date, to the, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, 
Can we talk about some of the most egregious losers of the day? I mean, oh god, it's not close. There's one guy that made me gag. All right, say, um, I will say it on three: one, two, three. Meatball. Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sick. gross, so and, fucking sick. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then you know what really made me like? I was honestly like, the guy being like, I smelled spaghetti. And, uh, on skin, just so gross. <laughs> it was so fucking sick. Oh my god! Yeah, when he first came out with the the jar, Devin just said this, but it was my thought. I thought he was gonna down the sauce, like the sauce, like in like five seconds to show, like that's how much I love spaghetti and meatballs, blah blah blah, whatever. And then when he started pouring on him himself, I was just like, what is the talent here? It was so gross. Do you think he's just so nervous he doesn't know what to do except to like be the meatball guy? You got to move on. That can't yeah. be your entire personality. Yeah, no. It, it clearly needs to move on. Um, a couple other ones that we need to hit on. Chris, who is so clearly horrible. He's the one who they asked to leave and then he came back. He tried to show off all of his talents by um, playing with the basketball, dribbling, and then yeah. clapping, and then singing. And honestly... Oh, the singing was bad. The singing was beyond bad. I actually, like, I would rather watch Meatball pour sauce on himself than have to talk to Chris one-on-one. Chris is awful. Well, based off of what we saw, yes. But if I didn't know that, I would have opted for Chris not knowing. Yes. Because Meatball, I would not opt into that in any circumstance, I don't think. When Chris got everyone clapping and stuff, I thought it was like building to something. But I thought he was going to like It built to nothing. Yeah, me too. It was like a beat. Yeah. So, or like, I thought he was going to lead them in like a cheer or like, Every, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be something. <laughs> like the the beat was decent enough to like lead to something, but then he just stopped and started singing, and the singing wasn't even good. I but like so, Chris has to be an actor, right? Like no one's that like that. I, I don't. I mean, he says he's a mentality coach, though. Like I don't know. It's really bad. Yikes! I hope y- your husbands are not going to him. I would never speak to anyone who calls himself a mentality coach. That's like an automatic, like, see you never. Please don't talk you to me. You know what else I noticed? And I don't, this is a huge generalization, but he kept referring to women as female. And I was oh, just like, I hate that too. I was I like, hate that. that's not a good start. I wrote that in my notes. Yeah. I said, I wrote, Callie, Chris saying female. I it's so annoying. It is weird because like 10 years ago, I probably said female, didn't know it was a thing. And now I'm like, if someone says female, I'm like, ooh, okay, that's where you're at. I know. Also, I will just say it is a small-minded view of gender to think that it's just something you're born with, which is what female is. Um, on that note, Let's move on to who gets to go to the, the after party. So it's Avon, we're in. Logan, we're going to talk more about him. Brandon, Jason, a.k.a. Michael Buble, Johnny, and Colin. Um, I want to start with Jason, Michael Buble. So Michael Buble talks to Rachel first. Mm-hmm. And she he instantly tells her that he's he's there for Gabby. Was that the right thing to do? I mean, depends on how you look at this. If you're trying to win, no. If you're being an honest person, yeah. It seems like he knew. Like, he seems very, like, right when she started talking, I felt like he was like, oh, no, I have to tell her. Yeah, he he seemed uncomfortable right away. Yeah. Right away. He he kept being like, you're so awesome and genuine. And, like, I, I want you to know that I think that. Like, you could tell that he felt horrible. But I think if that's what you really want and you know right away, like that just makes just me like it. you more. Makes I me know. like you more. Totally. And I felt bad for Rachel, not because of what happened with Michael Buble, but because she wore two like shirt waist dresses in military colors in the first 30 minutes of this show. What <laughs> the fuck? I mean, she, I, it was insane. Like one no, was khaki colored and one was like, Mil- like olive drab military green. Rachel looks like she's going on a series of job interviews or like to her like to her first no, job. Someone like this needs to be covered. I need to understand what's happening. I have Callie, to- we are covering it. No, no, no. I need I need to like we need an investigative journalism 
happening, find out what's going on. There's no, I can't believe that Rachel's picking this stuff. I just can't. I can't. I can't either. She looked, by the way, she looked completely different on the other season. She dressed totally fine. Yeah, when she dressed herself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really, it's, I guess I just like don't know how to dress her or maybe like what she said she wanted they misinterpreted. I, I don't know. It was just But can't so you say like bad. none of these work? There has to be other options. This is like there's seven options and she's picking the seventh worst option every... Or someone is. I don't know what's going on. She's a very pretty girl. I know. It's I had like, my husband watch this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Actually, he chose to watch this. I did not ask him to. I don't know why he put it on. He wanted to watch it. So I watched it with him. And he I was supporting like, I, you. Thank you, Seth. And I, and I was like, I love one of them. And he was like, oh, that's easy. And I was like, who? And he was like, she's clearly the prettier one. I feel bad for the other one. And I was like, who? And he was like, Rachel. And I was like, no, bud. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> Everyone likes Gabby. And he was like, huh? Like I've, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that from guys and from like just like new people. They're like, oh, Rachel looks... Rachel's the is the hot one. And again, we're not comparing them. We're just talking about her style. But yeah, they're both hot. Let's like <laughs> both so hot. But like but he was saying, like, obviously everyone likes Rachel. And I'm like, no. Interesting. Yeah, it's surpri- it's surprising to me. What did you think about Rachel's outfit? It's just like Gabby was dressed in this like tight, slinky, black dress, lots of cleavage, like you know, really putting it out there. And also Rachel's, very like bachelorette style. Yes. Very bachelorette style. Exactly. Like the straps were like diamond. You know, it was a dress that I would never wear, but I thought she looked good in. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, on the other hand, I'm like, I have that dress. Did yeah. you go to anthropology too? <laughs> like the bachelorette should not have the same clothes as me, Juliette Littman. So I'm just really confused. One other comment Seth made that had me like dying laughing is he was like, wait, I'm not kidding. Gabby is going, she's cracked seven jokes in a row. There's no stopping. She doesn't have like <laughs> conversation. She just keeps going with jokes. And then like she cracked another one and he was like, what is happening? Is this how she talks? And I was like, yeah, she's just like, it's a constant like stand up comedy routine okay, with her. In the real world, isn't that good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was just like shocked that like this is the, the conversation was just like constant joking. I think that they need each other, Gabby and Rachel. Like, I don't think either could sustain the show on their own. They balance each other because I think, if we're being honest, if it was a full Rachel season, we would probably be bored. And if it was a full Gabby season, it would be very chaotic. Yeah, totally. Like, (laughs) yeah, they meet in the middle. Rose ceremonies would be canceled left and right. Like we wouldn't know what was happening uh, happening on Jesse a day to day basis. Jesse Palmer would be so confused. He'd be like, <laughs> "I just don't know what's happening." <laughs> it would be a crazy situation with just Gabby. Um, let's talk about Brandon. Brandon talks to Rachel. Really boring conversation. She said it was like talking to a cousin, and he says he's been to almost every state, like thirty five or thirty six. I hate to no. say it, break it to you, Brandon. He said, he said, I've been to almost every state. Yeah, like I only have like 12 or 13 left. And I was thinking, that's not almost every state. No, exactly. Not even close. <laughs> like, I think I've been to as many and I don't think I'm close to being to every state. I'm like, yeah, I've only been to like some. Um, I would have to actually like look at a map. I would like to know how many I've been to, but I... In no world do I think I've been even close to being at all of them. <laughs> Completely. There's, uh, that was, maybe I've been to a lot of random ones because I played in the SEC. So like I've been to Arkansas. I've been to Mississippi, Alabama. A lot of people don't go to those places. And I still, there's like maybe half, I would guess. Like, I don't know. Not saying that if I still have 13 left, Absolutely not. I, I completely agree. Um, we also had Colin, who I feel like we probably will never hear from again, but he got his day. Um, Colin used his time to tell Rachel about how he's really into the Harry Potter audiobooks. Yeah. Um, I'm mixed on this. I myself just started listening to audiobooks. I've listened to The Palace Papers by Tina Brown. I listened to him in the car when I'm driving by myself home from Cape Cod. I'm shocked you just started this. Well, I like to read actual books. So, so I read the Palace Papers and now I'm listening to um, Ron Chernow's biography of Ulysses S. Grant. It's 47 hours. So let me know if you want to talk about Ulysses S. Grant. Um, <laughs> but the point is, 
I understand audiobooks can be a good way to pass time. I like them, like I said, when I was when I'm driving. Nonfiction only. Harry Potter, a book for children. Read the goddamn book. Take a plane ride and read okay. it while I'm sitting. So I, this is probably not smart, and my husband's not gonna like this, but I usually buy the book. Mm-hmm. And then I read when I'm in bed or I'm on the couch. And then if I'm driving or like folding laundry or something, I listen to the audiobook and I keep them like at the same page. Yeah. So like great. if I read a couple chapters, then I'll skip through on the audiobook and I do both. So I think that's fine if he also listened to the audiobook. I assume he probably read them too. Um, but I feel like I know a little, I wonder how old he is. I would say. A lot of people my age are obsessed with Harry Potter. I know they're obsessed with it, but... I have so many friends that are obsessed with Harry Potter. And like, if they like, like just replaced Rachel with one of my friends, they would have been really into that conversation. I guess. But is he just reading it now? No. No, 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 no. I mean, they reread him. Maybe he's just now listening to the audiobook. He's 36. Oof. It's a little old. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. Trying to help you, Colin. That is a little old. But some people, like, it's like Star Trek. Like, I think Harry Potter, I love Harry Potter personally, but I think he also should have read the room. Like, if she wasn't into the conversation, then, like, move on. Obviously, she doesn't like Harry Potter like that. Um, I've never read any of the Harry Potter's books. When, the, when book seven came out, I wanted to know if Harry died. So I went to the bookstore and read the first page of the epilogue. So <laughs> <laughs> I know he doesn't die. Sorry, spoiler alert. I have never read a single book. I think I probably read like a few pages because I hated reading until 2088, probably okay. 27, 28. Um, but I love the movies. They're great. <laughs> I I saw uh, number three and number eight. Number eight, I was hungover and I fell asleep. So I didn't even really know what happened. Also, um, you know, they came out so long ago. I know. Number three was when I was in a senior, it was when I was a senior in high school. So that was yeah. 2004. So yeah, not not an ordinary conversation for Colin to have. But if she was into Harry Potter, it would have went over fine. But she wasn't, so you're right. You're right. She didn't. He didn't read the room, as you said. Yeah. Um. Next, Avon. He was normal. I don't remember anything that happened with him. Um. He's just like too normal for the show. Yeah. He's like he's great. But if he doesn't win, which I don't think he does, but I do think he goes far because. You would think that's what Rachel wants. She's almost too normal for this show. Um, I thought Gabby's way, can more even. Can we give yes. him some claps? No whispering so far. No whispering, Rachel. <laughs> Woo! Great point. Great point. I ha- forgot about had that. Had to give her props for that. But no, I think Avon's into Rachel and Rachel's into Avon. Um, so you would think, first of all... <laughs> so many people have been eliminated for her. She has to go with Avon. So... I'm just basing this off the previews. He seems to be kissing Rachel a lot. Um, Plus, he'd be way too vanilla for Gabby, I think. Um, Maybe she needs someone vanilla. Because she's a handful in a good way. Yeah, maybe. But you would think that's what he wants. He's just like not... He's he's just not... He'll be great on Paradise. (laughs) We'll see you soon, Avon. He'll be a hot commod on Paradise. (laughs) Um, Next, Johnny... He gets Gabby's rose after she can't give it to Logan. Um, I only wrote down one thing about Johnny, which is that he had never heard the word exude before. And that's definitely uh, much more troubling than being into Harry Potter at 36. Yeah. That's a no for me. I like that Johnny got... Go ahead. Don't like seeing Gabby kiss anyone. No. Johnny's not cute either. That's just... He, I just nodded to him. Also, I like that he was wearing the pilot hat for the pageant. And Rachel was like, he was wearing the pilot hat. Had to notice that. Meant something. And then Gabby gives Gabby him Gabby kissed him. Yeah. And yeah, kissed him. So, which brings us back to Logan, who got Rachel's rose. Um, what's your impression of Logan through two episodes? Okay. I know you last episode said that you think he could be a troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Or a villain. Same thing, I guess. Troublemaker seems like for a four-year-old, but you know what I mean. I can definitely see it now. He seems like one of those guys, we've all met them before, who's just a little too charming. Okay, he is so full of shit. When he tells Rachel she's so brave... I was just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, yeah, up, but then dude. he had, like, he had the same thing with Gabby. Like, he was like, I noticed, like, he's, he's, he's just, he's, 
he knows the game he's playing and he's playing it well for the right person. Like, yes. And it's ridiculous. I, I can't stand him. I think he's like, I'm just wondering, I don't know. I think I'm like, I'm pretty cynical. So I'm trying to think in that moment, if you're Rachel, obviously us watching, you're just like, ugh, he's doing the most. But if you're Rachel, would you receive it? No, I, I, if I'm Rachel I'm and I'm having a bad night because Michael Bublé's not into me and it's just not going well with Brandon, I'm really excited that Logan tells me I'm brave. Yeah, and okay. I think you, you don't have any evidence to the contrary. So I, I think you're like super sick to hear that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not, I don't fault her for not picking up on it. Yes, agreed. I agree. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Just because you wrestle alligators for a living doesn't mean you should have the skin of one. Say goodbye to dry and cracked skin with Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash with Vitamin B3. Made for 24-7 renewing moisturization with daily use. With sense of vanilla and shea, people will think you've taken up candle making as one of your hobbies. And there is nothing wrong with that. Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash. Shop Old Spice now. Shall we, shall we move on to the one-on-one with Rachel and Jordan V? Ugh, this breaks my heart. It's tough. I think we were all pretty tough. Uh, we all found it pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, can I just say that yeah? we usually film bright and early, fresh after a cup of coffee, ready to go. And this is a later filming. And I think we can see that. I do feel loose, but I also feel like an idiot. Um, Rachel and Jordan V. Jordan V, I had really high hopes for based on last week. I thought it was like going to be a great match. So did Rachel. Boy, was this an awkward one. By the way, I when when he got picked for the one-on-one, I was like, oh man, Juliet's right. (laughs) And then by the end of it, I was like, maybe not. Um, they go to the zero gravity plane where they make out. Last time they had the zero gravity plane, it was Nick Vial and Vanessa. And Vanessa mm. puked. And I think Nick still made out with her. And I'll I'll never forget Ugh. it. I know. So gross. Um I would puke probably. I think making out in zero gravity seems kind of fun. I think I would puke. I'm like so I get so motion sickness that I did so too. much motion sickness that I can't imagine if she did. That just gives me vibes of I'd have to take a little drum mean before we took off. <laughs> um, I uh, I would I get really bad motion sickness too. I didn't think about that, but I just thought it seemed like a fun date and yeah. like played into their. Various have you ever done that before? Thrills. No, like zero, like anywhere, zero gravity. No, no, me, I haven't either. But I am not brave enough to go into space to experience that. But I'd like to experience it. So maybe this is the route. I. I don't want to go to space either, but it has nothing to do with being brave or not. I mean, I'm also not brave, but like, it's just because it seems unpleasant to me and like pointless. What's the point? I mean, I'm sure it's cool once you're up there, right? I don't know. You can look at pictures now. Seems fine. Okay. So you know how NASA come out with that picture last week? Yeah. 
I'm just, I think I'm just getting a little too skeptical that I think that all of it's fake, that I would like to go see it for myself. Oh, wow. So you're a space truther. Maybe. It's just the picture's too perfect. It looks amazing. I'm like, really? <laughs> um, well, you live close to Houston, so perhaps you can make it down to NASA. Uh, probably not. I also went to NASA in Florida. There's one there. Yeah, Cape Canaveral. Yeah, that's... I, I really know about it as like the prize from every Nickelodeon game is getting to go to space camp in <laughs> Florida. So <laughs> Yeah, that's what we went on a field trip there at some point. So I have been, but there was no zero gravity or if there was, I didn't get to do that because I was probably 10. So I would like to do it at some point. Um, but bringing it back to The Bachelor, I thought it was weird he was scared. You ride in freaking race cars. That's I know. so much scarier. <laughs> it's um kind of the opposite of zero gravity, though. It's like I feel like when you're in a race car, it's like all force and like you're being like pushed down and whatever. So it's just the opposite. Maybe he felt maybe he felt out of control. I don't know, but clearly a, a kind of weird guy. They had literally no chemistry at all. It was pretty hard to watch. Like very I, sad. Uh, <sighs> I was surprised. I, really I didn't there'd be something feel there. like I was like, oh, this is bad until dinner. Yeah. And then at, at dinner got bad. But yeah. I also, she was so awkward and like they didn't play any music. Like they didn't give you any reason to think it was going to be good. Like they oh my gosh. really made it clear. So, you know, when he starts sharing his family story and talks about his parents got divorced, she just like didn't know how to respond. She just, <laughs> she made it more awkward because she felt so awkward. Yeah, by the way, though, that I was like into his story. Like, I, yeah, it's I thought he was fine. Like, yeah. talking about it, I was just like, oh, that's sad. He had to be like the go between and yeah, like, terrible he wants to do to that. In. And so many kids have to do that. Like, him talking about it seemed very normal. How she received it seemed not normal. Yeah, it's like she was so uncomfortable by it. It was very bizarre. I didn't really yeah. understand that. But, but I don't, I don't fault him. Like, I didn't think that obviously the the date got very awkward, but at that point I was like, Rachel, you're the one being awkward. I feel like there must have been other awkward stuff that we didn't see. She was like, I don't feel compelled to whisper. It must not be the one. <laughs> and then <laughs> the worst part of this whole episode. <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> her having to stand there while the people sing. Oh my God. Even before that, they just show them singing for like 20 seconds before she's even <laughs> in the shot. They had to. They yeah. had to give them their spot because they're probably doing this for free. And they're like, oh, so sorry. So weird thing. We actually don't need a concert anymore. The fact that they had her standing there swaying, I, I, I was just like, what is happening? Also, I think she says at one point, I was really looking forward to the concert from so-and-so and so-and-so. And so. Yeah. It's like they made her say it just to get their names out there. <laughs> and you know what I was thinking? I'm like, what could they have done? Like, I feel like they should have been like, you know what? We're going to give the staff a concert because it's not happening, but we'll show it in the like credits or something. I think they should have brought Gabby in. They should have been like, oh, Rachel needs oh, some support. that's a good idea. Not a good night. And they should have brought Gabby in. Be like, much better idea than mine. Thank you. I just think that I don't know. They they could have done anything, or like they could have brought all the guys in. Yeah, seriously. Or I don't know. It was just so painful and weird. I do think there's not really a plan for this season, as Jesse keeps saying. Because so far, when it's awkward, it's really awkward. Yeah, I mean, even the rose ceremony was like you're getting from both of them. I know, it was confusing. And I'm like, when is this changing? Because we know uh, it changes. I know. I don't know. It it uh was just very, very strange. This the way that she was like so upset. She's like, I don't know if I deserve to be bachelorette. I don't know. I just feel like maybe Rachel's taking it too hard. Like, what is because you don't have you don't vibe with a guy, you don't deserve to be on this TV show. I that sort of bummed me out for well, her. Okay, but it's been like a lot of things. Like we don't know the order of events, right? So for like 48 hours, she hasn't cracked on with anyone. She has no one who's like telling her she's brave. She's probably like, why am I here? That's a good point. Yeah. Poor Rachel. I'm on her and, side. And then... Another one-on-one. -on -one. Gabby goes on her date. 
Complete opposite. Nate. Nate seems awesome. Really, really love Nate. And even before the one-on-one, what Nate said to Chris, I was just like, uh, like what percentage of men commu- like can can communicate that point? I know. It was so, it was like, he's just a really sweet guy. He clearly respects women. Um, do you know who his good friend is? No, who? Pilot, Pilot Pete. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought him being like, that's a form of control, which I was like, yeah, it is. But I hadn't thought that before. Before, I was just like, ugh. Like, I didn't think of like control and like how that feeds into to- toxic masculinity and all that. And then when he said it, I was just like, wow, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It was, but, it was really sweet. He just seems smart. Um, loved how he talked about his daughter. Oh my god, he's so sweet. Wait, he crying. has an amazing smile. How do you feel about the term "girl dad"? I, I mean, I'm not as fired up as as, as you are at the moment, um, but <laughs> I have no problem with "girl dad" at all. I actually, I think I like it because there's just this like weird thing that all men want sons. Sons, yeah. So I don't think it's a knock to anyone else. I think it's just saying like, I am perfectly happy and content being the father of just a girl or a girl in general. Does that mean that, you know, that's the barriers that they want to stay in? No. And I don't think that's what it's supposed to mean. I think it's just saying like my child came out <laughs> with these organs. So that's what I'm saying. Um, I usually hate the term girl dad. I hate when people do hashtag girl dad on Instagram. When Kobe Bryant was like popularizing the phrase, I found it very annoying, though I think it's great that he was so involved in his daughter's basketball career. When Nate said it, I thought it was really sweet. He was just like, yeah, that's just that's just who I am. I like, I don't know. I I it really worked on me. And Nate, I just want to say he has an awesome job. He's an electrical engineer. He's a oh, no skip- wonder. He is smart. So he actually yeah, is smart. He came across smart, smart, but he actually is. He's smart. He's also like has skills. He How old I, is I just, he? he's 33. I just think that like 33 great age to great settle down. Age. He should. Gabby should just pick him right now. Nate's awesome. And if he doesn't win... I don't win, think he wins, right? Do you? I don't. I think he'd be a great bachelor. Great oh, bachelor. I would really be into him being bachelor because I think he would treat the women differently than anything we've seen. Even well-meaning people, he just seems to like consciously make sure that he's treating women the right way. I completely agree. Here's what his bio says. <laughs> oh, God. Nate loves to do thoughtful things for the women he loves. And as an example, he says he plans amazing picnics. That sounds great. That's really cute. I yeah. mean, Nate, I was very Me happy because he was one of my top three last week. And he has... Honestly... I would, ch- I would choose him over Avon at this point. I would too. Because Avin, he has I mean, a personality. He also seems like he has maturity. and Maturity, really a personality. He seems educated and smart. And he really does have a great smile. I also liked his style. I like the way he dressed. I thought mm-hmm. he looked good. Um, also, he was laughing at Gabby like it wasn't awkward. He was la- yeah, he was laughing with her, like, with her. And they just Honestly, had a great time. I feel like he'd be a really great match for Rachel. I think he'd be a good match for Gabby. Why? What, you just think that Gabby can't get a guy? Like, what is this, Gabby? No! Are you kidding me? She has all of them! <laughs> Poor Rachel! What do you mean? I'd like to throw her a bone. She's stuck with Jason. Rachel found Tino. I mean, it's Jason. fine. She's stuck with Colin. Colin, yeah. Colin. Jason no, is Michael. B- not Colin. Uh, Jordan. No. Tino? Who, 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 no, I love Tino. Who'd she give the rose to? Logan. Logan. She's stuck with Logan. Yes. Jason is Michael Buble. Just just to be clear, you probably... And Jason wants up. Gabby. So that's another Jason one that Gabby. she does not yeah. have. Yes, that's correct. Yes. But it's fine. You just so, need one. <laughs> I just feel like Nate gave me such like kind vibes. And maybe because But why Rachel... isn't a funny girl does that deserve kind vibes no, like Gabby? She can... I know this is not fair because I think I'm much more like Gabby than Rachel. But 
and I hate when people, I feel like there's so many like Instagrams about this, like the person that you think is the strongest, like check in on them. <laughs> um, I feel like Gabby will be okay. Like she can Callie, are you more. are you okay? I just want to check in on you. <laughs> I'm I'm great, minus it being 110 here. Um, but I I feel like and maybe it is because we've seen Rachel keep getting rejected that I'm like, I just really want someone to like someone with a kind heart to be with her. I'm not saying Gabby doesn't deserve that either, but I don't think Gabby's gonna pick Nate. So it's gonna be Rachel and Tino, and Tino seems kind enough based That's on what we know true. so far. It's fine. By the way, yes. Rachel, I feel like we're like Tino for sure. I don't know who's second place for Rachel. Gabby, who knows? Who knows? I have no, I don't even have a top three for her. Me neither. I have no clue. I really hope it's Nate though. He's awesome. Yeah, I he like really, Nate. he's blew, really awesome. Blew me away this episode. So I, I kind of blew past the Chris thing when you're talking about how Nate gave him some re- some really good feedback, but now we're at the final rose ceremony, so we should get into it. My favorite part of this whole situation was Quincy referring to it to the fantasy suites as a fantasy room. He kept saying that <laughs> over and over. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was really funny. Like I was like, okay, so Quincy actually has not seen the show. Like someone has just told him That's about the fantasy though. room. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy about that. <laughs> totally. It was when, so funny. You know what I didn't really understand? I if I'm I wouldn't really care if they're talking about the fantasy suite. Like it's part Me of the too. Sh- I was yeah. gonna say, is it too soon? I don't no, think so. It's part of the show. It's like what's expected. Also, they're also, sitting around like- all day doing nothing. They're going to start talking about what do you think is going to happen? Who do you think they're going to end up with? Like, I don't think the conversation was weird. I think what Chris said was weird. I also don't think it's offensive to like, think about having sex with a woman that you might get engaged to in eight weeks. Like not at all. I, 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 I hope you're thinking about it. I, you know what I mean? If not, what's the point? I mean, obviously also like, I wanted to be like Gabby, come on. You've thought about having sex with at least 10 of these men. Of course. They, I mean, especially totally after the normal. Speedo thing. I mean, Tortal, once you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally normal. Um, I, I agree. I'm on wait, Chris's side with that. Do you also... I feel like the way Chris was talking was just so... Not what he said. How he was addressing people was so off-putting to me. Like, just watching that clip alone, I'd be like, not for me, bud. But I don't necessarily... I personally don't feel this way, but I'm not mad at him for feeling that way. It's the same thing with Susie. The only thing that tripped me up was when he said, depends on the situation, whether I would tell them or not, which this is the thing. We let Susie off the hook because she did the same thing. She didn't let Clayton know. He's just vocalizing that he's not going to do it, but Susie just went and did it. She didn't tell Clayton. Well, so that is the only part where I was like, okay, like if you really do feel that way, that's your prerogative. And he even said that. He's like, I'm not telling you guys how to think. This is just how I feel. Here's my counterpoint to that. Susie, I think, didn't know how she was going to feel and just sort of wasn't like anticipating that situation. Like she should have been. But I don't think that she was like so certain of what she would and wouldn't do. Chris being like, this is what I want and this is what is important to me, but I won't tell them just is I think like more fucked up. It's like he's setting a trap kind of. Yeah, it's also, manipulative. He kept, he kept saying final four and actually it's final three. So I guess none of these guys have seen the show, which is good. Um, I can also, I, I, the only reason why I agree with you on the Susie point is because she's dating him. So clearly she didn't really care that much. She got over it. I, just I think can't maybe in them. the moment, she was just like, oh, I can't do that. I just, which, I, I like her less the more, longer they date and the more TikToks I see of them. Like, I did think she was funny when she was, when she did the Will Smith, keep my man's name out of your mouth last week. That was funny and cute. But then when her and Clayton did like some like shower outfit TikTok to the, the choir of the kids singing, did you see that? Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I was just like, eh, this has gone too far. And well, I agree. No, I think they, I think she's like, and this is not a bad description i think they're both corny so like they laugh at their jokes we just don't think they're funny yes i agree with that but that's fine i would rather my friends be with a corny guy than someone who thinks they're too cool for school no thanks would way rather have corny yes i agree with that too but i just don't i don't know i just find them i'm like just so uninterested in them i guess i am also uninterested although Susie looks great 
right now. Her TikToks, I'm like, whoa, I don't, she's always been pretty, obviously, but she looks really, really good. That's the only thought I really have on them. All right, great. Let's move on then. We don't really care. (laughs) Happy life, guys. Good luck. Um, So, no, yeah. Chris is, I know the way he was talking to people was insane. If that's the kind of thing that you're just like, is this real? Like, how could that's, someone actually yeah. talk to strangers this way? That's or, like, the, think this way? The, the way he was talking and acting, I was just like, he's got to be an actor, right? I know. Yeah. I, uh, uh, there's no way to explain it, honestly. It's, like, pretty, pretty bizarre. I don't know. He sucked. He clearly sucked. And then they asked him to leave. There's no way he's on Paradise, right? He came back. I don't think so. I just think that like he seems so unpleasant. If that's who he really is, I really doubt it. I don't know. I hope to never see him There's again. There's been crazier people on Paradise, though. Yeah, but he doesn't even seem fun. Like, there's nothing fun about him. By the way, when do we get Paradise? Uh, I think it's coming at the end of September once this is over. Okay. So just a quick, I, I, quick, quick cue. I believe. No, no problem. Um, and then he comes back to confront Quincy, Hayden, and Jordan. And none of them really equip them, equip themselves, acquit themselves that well, but whatever. He just obviously sucks. Um, I mean, they also stepped in pretty quickly to be like, please leave. Yeah. Which I liked as well. I do like they support um, each other and they like take take control. I also was thinking. Are these the guys that are going to be the, he said this, she said this, because that's usually how it sets up. Um, but the way it ended, I'm like, maybe not. That was pretty like cut and dry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's over. I think, I hope that, I, I think there'll be enough drama between like the women uh, sadly getting rejected and having to like navigate the two bachelorettes so they won't have as much of that, which I I guess I'm looking forward to. I, I don't know. Um Colin and Brandon both did themselves in in the cocktail party. They both got sent home. Real real tough. Ryan, John, Matt, and Justin also gone. I couldn't really tell you who those people are, so I won't miss them. Oh, Ryan's the Boston guy. I guess he didn't stop his speedo enough. Oh, Boston Rob. <laughs> Somehow Meatball stayed. Somehow. Yeah, what? Still there. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. I just don't get it. Um, okay. A- after episode two... Who are you choosing, Gabby or Rachel? For myself? Yeah, we did this last week, so we're just gonna do it every week. I'm choosing Gabby. I want I want to hang out with the with the fun girl. What about you? I think I'm just shocked at how I'm liking Rachel more and more, and uh, I don't know if this is purpose purposeful editing. But by the end of it, I was just like, oh god, I feel really bad for Rachel. So I think I would choose Rachel as a pity. And I don't know if that's nice. <laughs> I don't think, but I think, I don't that's think Rachel what I wants done. that. Okay. I know, but I feel like that's what I would have done because I would have been like, oh, this poor girl. She needs some love, um, yeah. Wait, one note that we didn't touch on. Mario, Mario, I don't know what the fuck his name is. He did what we said you can't really do. He was like, I know I got the first impression, Rose. I know. But... <laughs> yeah, I meant, yeah, I meant to bring that up. Good call. Yeah, he switched sides. Now he's for Rachel. But is he for Rachel? I think he was just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I want to, I don't, I never I got think a chance to really talk to Rachel. Yeah, because he got the first impression rose. I think he's a better yeah. fit for Rachel. For Rachel, I think, yeah. yeah. I think also, his I was, cheesiness and her earnestness go together. Yeah, I was blown away. She seemed very into it and I didn't think she would be. I know. And by the end of it, but I think he's like so outgoing that he like pushes her to have fun. Yeah. I, I think they're actually a good match. I could see myself liking him more with Rachel than I than if with you were Gabby. Gabby. So I agree. There's that. Um, who do you think Gabby's picking? We said we had no idea, but you have to pick one. Who does Gabby pick? <sighs> Gabby. Oh, like Eric. Oh my God, Eric. I just don't know if she knows uh, yeah. how to pick people. So she I'm going has to with cut him. his mullet. Yeah. I would love for her to pick. I just, I want Nate to win one of them. I don't care. Yeah. One of them. He's awesome. We love you, Nate. Um, okay. Final question. You asked me this before filming, before recording. What is your grade oh, of this gosh. episode? Yeah. I'll go first. I'll give it yes, a B. Yes, please. I think it was solid. Uh, I liked, there's like a lot for us to discuss. So thank you. I feel like we're getting to know them better. 
Um, but it didn't like blow me away. So I think it's a solid B, which I'm happy with for week two. Yeah, it definitely gets... I think there's like a short span where it gets really... Not that short, but like... I feel like episodes like five through eight are when I'm at my peak. Yes. And two is, I think, historically a bad episode. Too many people. You're still getting your bearings. So is the lead. Manufactured drama. So I thought this was pretty good. Um, okay. I'll give it either a B- minus or C+. Plus. Ouch. But I feel good about the season. But like you said, I think the beginning is just like very surface level. It feels like like a watered down glass of sweet tea or something. But <laughs> I see that there's another batch brewing and we're going to get fresh tea soon. I love it. On that note, thank you to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. I'll be back on Thursday. We got Aaron Foster coming back. Second time mm. on the pod. Um, please listen. And Callie and I will be back next Monday as per usual. Hopefully we'll record earlier in the day. So I say fewer <laughs> dumb things. Thanks again for listening. <laughs> Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.